Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are now entering Odyssey Station. Please remain seated until docking is complete. Odyssey. Dare to wonder. Odyssey listeners, and welcome back to an episode of Doctor Who Audiophiles. I'm your host, Jared, and joined with me are the titular audiophile group, Mark Baumgarten. Hey, guys. Miss Danny. What up? And Tina. Hi. We are excited. We've got a lot of audio stuff to talk about. We're going to take a dip into the new series with a David Tennant audio called Infamy of the Xeros. Woohoo! <clears throat> But first, how how has everybody been this week, guys? Oh, I've been I've been doing good, ladies. Danny? I, oh, honey, I'm fantastic as always. <laughs> I, got, I was like, I did my audio. I'm almost done with my Star Trek reunion book. I'm just up a storm in literature. Oh, Tina, how's things? Pretty good. Been busy running around, but all right. Can I just say? May the fourth be with you, everybody, because today is May the fourth. <laughs> yep, May and fourth. it's free comics day. But the comic stores are probably. I would say if you're if you're just now finding this out, there's probably no free comics. Yeah, there. there are no comics left. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Which is sad. There was a cool Jody Whitaker free comic book day book yeah. up earlier. Really? Yeah. Oh my. And, yeah, you know the. Not to sidetrack, the Doctor Who comics have been really good recently. Yeah, they have. The they have been. Titans taking it over. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about comics. We're here to talk about audios since we're the audio files. And can I just say audio file lovers of audio? That's how prefixes and suffixes work. Thank you, because <laughs> someone complained. That's not what audio files means. It is. Yep. It is. I mean it is. It is. It is because there are people that say audiophile. The apparently it's been taken over by like hi-fi people. that are enthusiasts of that, mm-hmm. but file lover of audio having to do with the audio range. Boom, 
Yes. Yes. One word. That's literally how that works. We've also taken over for the Phelps files. So, you know, because they're gone. Aww. Aww. But not the X-Files. Uh, no, not the X-Files. <laughs> I was thinking we should have our logo like the X-Files, but no. <laughs> but with like a cassette tape instead of flashlights? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I like that. Get on that right away. Somebody uh, like that. I'm 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 putting the order in right now. <laughs> Do it. So a lot has happened since we have come we've joined together. That unit box set that Mark was talking about with River, it came out. Mm-hmm. And there was a very interesting Torchwood release that came out called The Green Life with yeah. John Barrowman and Katie Manning. Oh, which yeah. I can't wait for us to get to that part in Torchwood because as a two-hander, it's a hoot. Mm. Oh, I'm like, I love it. I love, I know. Every time I turn on Facebook and John Barrowman has some new story and I always have to watch the little video because it's just so awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Did so you see, the, every, did you see the news that dropped uh, earlier this week with John Barrowman uh, in, in, the, in his um, box set that's coming out his volume two of captain jack yep, he lot. actually takes the role of, of the doctor doctor yeah colin baker when yes, we listened to last week the sixth doctor uh he, he 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 has to take over uh because the doctor is incapacitated and he has to impersonate the sixth doctor that's what you took away from that news thing well hey, the coat the coat <laughs> The code, okay, yes. John and the he got code. to wear the code. He, he got, got to wear the code. I didn't. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I love this. I, I, I saw that news. It was the multicolored Joseph. And yeah. pers personally, what I took away, I was very excited because my favorite new series recurring character is in that audio. Ooh. Um, Lachelle Carl as Trinity Wells, who is the oh. only who is the only person from new series Doctor Who to have appeared in Doctor Who, Torchwood, and Sarah Jane as the same character. Oh, we're talking about the news anchor. Yep. Yes, yes, the news anchor. If, if the world's going to blow, if the world's going to blow up, she's going to get on the news and tell you about it. Yes. Oh, she's yeah, she's good. She's she's a good news anchor. I always <laughs> said that that was a miss. That there was a televised story that should have been there that focused around her. I mean, it, that would have been good. I would yeah. have loved that, but eh, it is what it is. Aww. Well, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we could have uh, a Jody story with her. Speaking of Jody stories, we are getting uh, BBC announced they're doing a Jody audio like later this year, like November. All right. And, uh, uh, it looks like it might be an audio book of. A, one of those children's stories that they do because it doesn't look mm -hmm. like a proper thing. But yeah, the, it got released. It's called The Maze of Death. The in Maze November, of Death. In oh. November 2019 by David Solomons from BBC Children's Books. So yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, sounds yeah. like fun. Yeah, there's there's lots of stuff too. I'm still holding out for details on this uh, BBC McGann audio that's coming out by Andy Lane. Oh yeah, yeah. Andy Lane's a good writer. I like Andy Lane. So, oh, I'm sorry. I want I want to talk. I want to. I'm going to jump 
really quickly into some talk about our audio for this week because I want to get straight into things. This week we listened to Infamy of the Tsarist, which stars David Tennant and Billy yeah. Piper. <laughs> Not talking about what your thoughts were of the story. Okay. Uh, the contents of the story. How was it, Tina and Danny? Uh, Danny, we'll let you go. Let you go first. Listening to a new series structured audio versus a classic series structured audio. So a story that was meant to be told in forty-five minutes to an hour versus the two-hour-long. So um, I will say it was kind of weird because it was it breaks up every seven minutes or so yeah. versus the other one where you have to continuously, you know get to the next one. Um, however, I, I still loved it. I was just so excited having a story with David Tennant in it that it was really fun. Um, and it's funny because as I was listening to it in my car, I could see them in my head. <laughs> I could see them talking to each other. Yeah. And not to get too much into the story, but Jackie's my favorite. She's my favorite in the story. Yeah. <laughs> I love Jackie. Camille. And, and I could tell as well that this is prior to Jackie actually ever going into the TARDIS. Right. Because she was so amazed to see the Earth. So there you go. Not to get too much in the story, but okay. that's why. Like, there you go. And Tina, what were your thoughts? I felt it was a lot more comfortable. Like, it was, it was easier for me to follow. It was easier to listen to. Right. And did you, were you able to hear it and like see things in your head more? Yeah, yeah definitely. And it's, it's interesting too, because this, you got to think the last story we listened to, The One Doctor, would have been 2001. So Big Finish would have been only putting out audios for about two years at that yeah. point. Now they've got 10 years under the 10, mm -hmm. 15 years under their belt at this point. Mm hmm so I'm, you can almost see that quality. The only, pro the only problem I have with it, and this is me being very, very nitpicky, there are times that Billy Piper sounds like Billy Piper and doesn't sound like Rose Tyler. Yes. I, I, I noticed that the first time I listened to this a couple of years ago. I was like, doesn't sound like Rose. Why? I, I don't get this. But, you know, she's not Rose, she's Billy Piper, and she has to remember how she did the accent, and she didn't do it sometimes. And, and that's the only disappointing thing I, I think there was out of it. So I had an issue that we have when we talk about Star Trek Discovery. Did you not notice they kind of, when they would whisper, you couldn't understand what they were saying? Yes. And when they were whispering to each other, I had no clue what they were saying. I had to turn my volume all the way up and keep rewinding back. And even then, sometimes it sounded like garble. Mm -hmm. So that was so. It, as uh, compared to the other audio, even when they whispered, I completely clearly understood them. Like they enunciated better. If that makes sense. Versus this one, and I went, okay, blah, 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 what? Blah, 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 what? And then I would just let it go. Like after I tried it a couple of times. Tina, did you did you get that too, or is it just maybe? No, I don't. I had it on in my car, and I just had it up super loud. So I mean, yeah, I think the okay. I think the actual audio file for uh, this one was a little bit low, so you did have to turn it up a bit. So that could be it too. So I was like, yeah, yeah. but I know, like, I mean, 
with this doctor's accent versus the Colin Baker accent, I also have that, that issue of when I watch TV, mm-hmm. um, I can, when, when I'm watching people and sometimes I can't really understand them, I can read their lips really well so I can see it, which is sometimes why I really like doing the audio files. I wish that they would give you still the script so I can go back and just reference. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. It's- I have a question for Danny and Tina. Mm-hmm. Um, so you listen to the tenth, this tenth doctor story, and and we haven't, you know, we're not reviewing it yet. Mm-hmm. But just out of curiosity, would you be interested in more David Tennant stories? Definitely. <laughs> because, and this is part of the big Finnish news of the week. Um, this month, uh, Doctor Who: The Tenth Doctor Adventures Volume Three is coming out with David Tennant and Catherine Tate. Oh, I want all of them. There are, you can get the download in America for $25 for all three, plus the the making of uh, one, but they do sell them separately. There's no place uh, for $8.99. There's one mile down and there's the creeping death. And, and, And you can buy those separately or you can get the whole, the whole set. Yeah, and this is the second box set they've done with David and Catherine. David and Catherine yes. were actually the first one. We're going to get to them in a couple in a couple weeks as we oh, progress on now, farther down. Now you have me on on total because it's really funny. On Twitter, there is a um, they had another uh, a Doctor Who um, Twitter person was asking, you know, if you could have you could travel with any companion, which one would you love to, and which one would you reject, mm-hmm. and being that, you know, I, I have to go modern, I had said that I would choose the Pons and um, Donna Noble, and I would throw Claire out the TARDIS. Yes. Okay, okay, hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Mark, same question. Claire under the bus. Um, under the TARDIS actually Adric under the TARDIS Adric and Clara both could go under the TARDIS Uh, who I'd like to go with um, I do like Donna Noble a lot but um, I would have to say Jamie McCrimmon Fraser gotta love it Uh, Tina same question I would get rid of Clara. Like, if I could make the memory of Clara not be in my bread in my brain, I would be happy. But um, I would get rid of her, and I would travel with um, with Donna Noble and River Song. I don't know if she counts as a companion or yeah, she yeah, she, she kind of does. So we're Clara bashing. Is that what we're doing on this um, show? <laughs> Modern era. Oh my gosh, she was so she was my least favorite because you know what? The first time you saw her. She was kind of interesting. And as a Dalek. Yeah. yeah, as a Dalek. And then I didn't even mind her with the Christmas episode. I thought that was with the woman. That was cool. Good. She but was man, good when too. he became obsessed in, with her for no reason, well, and that whole other thing, sorry, interesting. Clara, the the really Clara. quick to, to say it was Danny B I two two seven five eight eight four six. So thank you for that 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 you did on Twitter. So I took, I, I took your question and I posted it to us as well. Um, for, for starters, if we're talking about new series, I'm going to join the Clara's Gotta Go and 
Nardo will be right out the door with her. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bye, Nardo. Nardo is right out there with her. <laughs> and, no one like him. Oh, he drives me nuts. He drives um, me nuts. And Donna Noble is fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Now we're talking now we're gonna talk about Clara for a second. Oh yeah. My number one problem with Clara is she's really two different characters that they were just mm-hmm. lazy to recast. You have yeah. you have the impossible girl. Right. And then you have school teacher Clara. Yeah. And school teacher Clara should have been somebody else. Definitely. Yeah. It should have been a different, like, character that, oh, this is a teacher that he meets, blah, blah, blah. No, for some reason, she was sleeping with somebody in what, or whatever and <laughs> somehow stayed on that show, and they wouldn't get rid of her. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, something happened. They just wouldn't get rid of her. So she went from being impossible girl to school teacher. School teacher should have been somebody else, and I think it would have worked better for me had they recast it. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? She's good and she's good as Victoria. She's good as Victoria. I, I, I must say, Jenna Coleman can act in, in the show Victoria. She is amazing. So right. it just, I, she I, didn't work on Doctor Who. She just that, didn't well, work on Doctor Who. She worked for me as a, as the Impossible Girl. But once okay. the impo- but once the Impossible Girl thing was gone, done. Mm. She only worked for me with Capaldi. Because after a while, because one, there was no weird romantic thing that made no, like Matt Smith and her had no chemistry whatsoever. And it was, and it was weird that he was so obsessed with her, like that they wrote his character into that. Because even when you stuck him next to River Song, they were like fireworks off the two of them. It just didn't make sense. It made no sense whatsoever. And I'm like, it, it was just. I don't get it. His obsession with her didn't even make sense. And then I got what they were trying to do, like the whole impossible girl. Oh, she jumped on the screen. So that's why. But it didn't make sense. And the TARDIS didn't like her for yeah. no apparent reason. And then it did. And then it did. And then it yeah. did. And, like and, but I don't think she had chemistry with Capaldi. I don't, I don't I think, think there was any chemistry. Smith. Versus Smith. She had better chemistry with Capaldi than Smith. But, that's what well, I meant by it. That's what I meant. Well, and it's, you know, you know, it's going to be really interesting as this show, as in Doctor Who Audio Files, carries on. You're going to see relationships form via audio mm-hmm. that I can't wait to see how your impressions of a Doctor Companion relationship develop just with audio versus visually. Because yeah. with audio, you don't get those awkward moments that they like force down your throat in the new series. That's mm-hmm. true. You know, and you get different types of compa- doctor companion relationships too. Some that are more like the doctor and Donna, mm-hmm. nothing like the doctor and Rose. No. So, yeah. Right. Uh, is there any other news, Mark? Or Mark or- well, uh, the new Torchwood uh, coming out this month uh, stars Margaret Blaine. Yep. Yes, our favorite Slavine is back. Uh, and Dira Varma is back. I actually, you no. know, she was actually one of my favorite characters. I, I like, she's a good, ba- she's, I mean, she's no Missy. Missy's always going to be number okay. one. I love Missy. I, I was really sad when Missy, like, finally left, but I was like, Missy could be here forever. <laughs> but Indira Varma is, is actually uh, the character from the first Torchwood episode um, and I forgot her name, Susie. Susie. Oh, it's Susie. 
Susie. They keep killing Susie. They keep killing Susie, right. So Indira Varma is going to team up with Margaret Blaine. Did you know, Mark, you may, Mark, you may not remember this, Danny and Tina, I don't know if you were around in Doctor Who fandom in Torchwood season one, mm -hmm. when they released the episode blurbs for Torchwood episodes, they actually announced that episode as they keep killing and they, uh, left, okay. and they had to get special permission for Radio Times to drop the word Susie. Kind of like Invasion of the Dinosaurs was just the invasion. Yep. Episode one. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, they said that when that, yeah, when that episode of Torchwood was out, they wanted to keep it a secret that it was Susie that they kept killing. So they just, the, when it was in the listings, it was just they keep killing. Now, now Tina, I want to ask a question for you. You you enjoyed this week a lot more than obviously last week, correct? Definitely, yes. Was it because of your familiarity with the characters and visually did that help? It definitely helped. It wasn't it wasn't all of it, but it was probably most of it. Okay. That I mean sense. that's that makes sense and it's completely understandable. Like I could see like I could see Rose's funny faces that she makes when she is being funny <laughs> and Jack and Jackie fares better on audio than I think because there are some characters I think, that, right, I think he, they wrote her better on this audio I think that's why she appealed to me so much wait but say I, it again say it again I think that they maybe they wrote her better meaning that they gave her more to do and I because oh. I've always been a huge fan of Jackie but mm -hmm. I could see why like sometimes she's just kind of shrill for no reason because it's like she's there, but she has nothing to do. Right. And I feel like this episode gave her stuff to do, and it showed her being a strong person besides just someone who's there to tell it like it is. And right. I love right. that she tells it like it is because that's why I like Jackie. <laughs> well, you know, you know what's interesting? Um, the uh, David Tennant, Donna Noble uh, that's coming out, Wilf and Donna's mother are going to be in this series so they'll you know so that'll be fun at wolf and sylvia yeah and sylvia. bernard cribbins oh i loved him in uh dalek invasion of 2164 <laughs> oh my god with the like 20 minutes of intro credits from that peter cushing movie oh my god like <laughs> oh donna noble is in the library Donna Nova, I love, I'm sorry, I love yeah. her, I love her, that's like, I know, and now I think about her, that's like one of my, the, it's one of my favorite episodes, but it, it breaks my heart every time I think about the fact that Lee was there, right mm -hmm. next to her, and they could have been the greatest, you know, they could have been the pawns, he could have been like, you know, she could have been traveling around with them, and they just left him there, stuttering and all. <laughs> I remember, I remember watching that episode to begin with when it first came out being so upset that river song was not bernice summerfield yeah but yeah. now looking back i'm like oh my god this episode breaks my heart for different reasons you know what i don't think i don't think the story could have worked uh river is actually a completely different character than benny right uh i mean yes they're both archaeologists but the the story the backstories they needed to be separate characters 
Correct. Yeah. Just like Clara needed to be separate characters oh, in the first and no. second incarnation of her. Gosh. I know. And I was like, because on this, they were, um, I can show you some of the, most people, they said Mel, which is funny. We were, that's why it made me think of it is that <sighs> I, you know, the both of us, Tina and I, we only have that one experience with Mel. And I'm like, I thought Mel was cool. And then listening to these people make choices and they're like, Mel is the number one they would dump out. And I went, oh, poor Mel. But then, you know what? She's like the Clara to them. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Or it's everyone else. And Mel's a great audio companion. And as the show continues, we'll, we'll venture mm-hmm. with her with other doctors and all that. But on the show, she just got a shaft, really. Yeah. I mean, just eh. Not- I liked her best in Dragonfire, and that might have been because she left. That that might be the reason. I, but that was only the TV version. I the the audio version. I love Bonnie Langford. No, She's she was there. good. She was good in on TV. She was good in Paradise Towers. Par- okay, you know what? Paradise Towers. David Brierley, I think, overacted completely, and uh, David Briers. And uh, th- that that kind of ruined parts of it for me, but yeah, I guess with the Kangs and the yeah, it was a good story. I guess yeah, I guess she was good in that. So I'll give you that. In that same, so that same one, like people said, Sarah Jane, which neither one of you said. Well, Sarah Jane, I they're getting love... rid. Of, they're getting rid of. Her? No, like their their likes. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Sarah Jane. Don't scare me like oh, that. Joe Don't Grant. scare me like that. Uh, Joe Grant. Joe Grant definitely is someone I'd go in the TARDIS with. And but I, I, I just thought Jamie McCrimmon was the doctor's best friend, you know? I, yep. And so, I, hate to, I hate to cut you off, Danny. We're going to oh, right up with this right after this break. <laughs> Odyssey, dare to wonder. Welcome back to Doctor Who Audio Files. Danny was just telling us who all the Twitter people are going to throw out of the TARDIS. Who they're keeping and who they're throwing. So oh, who they're keeping and who they're throwing out. Okay. So I have Joe Grant. Are we keeping her or are we throwing her? Keeping. Definitely. The Brig and Benton. Keeping. Okay. And I, uh, we I don't know who they are. So. Mike Yates in there. I, uh, I, did, I, was, I, did get, I, I did get a Rose Tyler. Rose Tyler should be kept. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got one Martha, but I also got Martha thrown out. <laughs> oh. Uh, I was like, which is kind of harsh. And I, it's really funny because I have a, a definite love, love and a sadness for Martha because I think that mm. she was just written really badly to not, because I thought that she was, it's great that she was a doctor, that she could help people. She was smart. But they made her so lovelorn for him that made no that I was just like, oh. And sad. is she a doctor in New Amsterdam too? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. She's, an she's an oncologist on New Amsterdam. Ah. So, I know. And I'm like, it always made me sad. And then I was really excited when she kind of joined unit and she was like really strong. And I love that she became like a stronger character. And then mm -hmm. she had the one guy and then they stuck her with Mickey. <laughs> and, then she got, and then she got screwed on, out of Torchwood. That's that sucked. Yeah. I know, and I read that about the whole thing with Torchwood because I would have loved her in Torchwood, and I think uh, it worked so much better. Tina, what um, is happening is after she left in season three, she was supposed to go over and join Torchwood for Torchwood season two, mm -hmm. and they said, "Oh yeah, you're going to come do this." And she sat at the house and waited on the phone call and waited and waited and waited and it never came. So she said, fine, I got to feed, I got to feed myself. And she went and got some work and said, I got bills to pay. And by the time they called, she was already working somewhere else, which is why you get Owen dying, but then not dying. Right. Because they were. Oh, is that why? Yeah. She was going to take over mm -hmm. and did, well. Yeah, because, which is why you also get Lois Habiba randomly, because Lois Habiba was supposed to be Martha originally too, mm. in Children of Earth. But yeah, I liked I, like I liked Lois Habiba better myself, but I understand. Um, I also had a Ace and Nessa. Ace and Nessa? Are we Ace, keeping them? Ace keep. keep I would keep Ace Nessa. I. I don't. I. I'm not sure which way I'd go with Nissa. I'd okay if it's between Nissa and Tegan. I'd keep Nissa all day and chunk. Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. If it's between Nissa and Tegan, but if it's between Nissa and Ace, I'd keep Ace mm. because Ace was my girlfriend when I was growing up. Oh. She knows that too. I've talked to her uh. about it. She knows that. Uh. Your girlfriend in Canada, <laughs> <laughs> but in the UK. <laughs> Um, I also have, um, I'm going to probably say this wrong, Frobisher? Frobisher! Frobisher, the penguin, the Whifferdale. The penguin. The penguin. We are going to meet Frobisher later on. All hail Frobisher, all hail the big talking bird. Yes. Um, those are, those back are to Doctor Who comics again, like in the first so, half. There you go. They, those were some of the ones that were uh, thrown out there. So, hey, but you know what? That I'm like, wow, no one, no one went with Bill. Either way. I, I would go I with would, Bill. I'd go I with would, Bill. I would throw her off the TARDIS, but she wouldn't be my first choice to, to travel with me on the TARDIS. Right. 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 Like, she doesn't bother me, but, I mean, if she was there, I'd be like, okay, cool. You know what else? Okay, fine. You know what also is I, I find really funny is there are companions that are really one companion, even though they're two people. Mm -hmm. Like Amy and Rory. Yeah. Right. They're one person. But yes. I said, that's why I said the pawns. That's why I just called them the pawns. He, they're not even the Williams. He even admitted that. He was like, he's Mr. Pawn. <laughs> that's why I love Rory. But they've had that before in the show. Back in the Hartnell era, you had Barbara and Ian that were basically yeah. one person. You had Ben and Polly that was like one, one person. person. And then you're talking about the unit people that just all clump them together. Mm. So... It's time for us to move on to our audio for this week. We listened to a new series audio, Infamy of the Xeros. Uh, listeners, if you're trying to get a hold of this audio, it was released as part of the 10th Doctor Audio Volume 2, 10th Doctor Adventures Volume 2. Um, it's available as, as either a box set or a single purchase, so you can go to the Big Finish website and download it. Tina enjoyed it much more than what we had last week, correct? Yes. What what what's your thoughts about this audio? Um, uh, it was just so much easier mm -hmm. 
to digest because right. like like you said because I knew what I was supposed to be looking at right. and because um, just um, like a more modern acting style I think mm -hmm. um, it was it was a lot more comfortable and I knew I knew the what, what kind of things to expect out of their relationship and I knew it was just it was just much more familiar right and that was a better listening experience for you because it was something you were familiar with versus just going in blam. Right. Awesome. Danny? So, I I really enjoyed it. I won because, of course, David Tennant, he makes me happy in life. Um, but you know what? I And I told this to Jared that I actually like the other story better. The one doctor? Mm. I like the one doctor better. <laughs> Mm. Which I was surprised at at the end because I think that um, I don't know. I just I felt like the it was more of a it was more of an adventure than this right. one. I mean, this one was kind of like you know trying to figure. I kind of figured out very early on that they weren't real. That they were probably something. When he said, "Oh, they're close to this," and I was like, "Okay, it's going to be them," and they're going to be doing something weird and da da da. And it was like because it reminded me of like some kind of weird reality TV show. Yeah. Kind of thing before I even before it even got to that part. I kind of guessed the ending well, before it happened. And I was kind of <laughs> disappointed because then I was listening to it going, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. And I think I liked the other one better because it, it wasn't, I didn't automatically guess the ending, if that makes right. sense. This one was really, I went, yeah, it was kind of obvious. <laughs> that well, they and were, you also, it, it's also interesting with the new series format versus the, <clears throat> how do I say it? the original series format? Because mm -hmm. the new series format drops you into the middle of what on the original series would have been episode two. Yeah. Like the story is already in progress. You know, when in this Yeah. So what what did we think of the story? The whole you brought up reality TV, the fact that they're staging invasions as part yeah. of reality TV. Okay. <laughs> It was messed up. I mean, they were giving people fake guns to have them shoot at them and shooting at them with real guns. And seeing that, I'm like, guns and I, I'm not a, I'm a pacifist and I'm not a big fan of guns and stuff anyways. Kind of like when the doctor's like, guns, you know, uh, don't, you know, you don't want to do that. I, w I was a little disturbed, actually. <laughs> that's what, I mean, what, it, what happened with it is that I went, oh, that's messed up. And it was, it was kind of, death was casual. Way casual. I mean, yeah, it was, I think it was a lot farther than they would have taken it on the show, on the TV show, for sure. Yeah. And, and you'll see that, too, especially in, when you get in a doctor of different mediums, that there's stuff that they do that TV show, you would have never seen this stuff. I think the, oh. closest, the closest you might have gotten in recent new series history is the Santarans versus Unit. But even then, you didn't really see them shooting at each other. You saw, the, the, you know, troops running around and then like, oh, we're going to go get into position. But even the classic series did more shooting stuff than the new series did. Yeah. Mark, yeah. Well, I, I wanted to say I love the metatextual stuff. I mean, there was a lot of meta in this. And uh, the, the, the thing that gives it away that it's going to be a TV program 
that it's a TV program is right before the credits even begin when the director, ooh, scary name, uh, you know, he, he goes, roll the credits, and yeah. <laughs> the theme goes on. I love that. That was so cool. And, and you know, and, and, and Jackie Tyler going on a little trip to her uh, friend. And, and, you know, Jackie is always kind of like uh, thinks of herself as posh. And she's going to a friend's house who's even more of a posh thinking person. And, and like, she keeps talking down to Jackie uh, and 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 to Jess, uh, her yep. Marge's daughter, and I'm, I'm going to talk about Jess a little bit later uh, about some of her choices. But I mean, I, it just this story was a comedy to me. And yes, people died. I mean, yeah, uh, the the humans died. And in every season of the show, take me to your leader. You know the the. They got fake weapons from the prop department, and the uh, the stars of the show got real guns. And you know, and I so, the whole part about the um, I forgot what the real name of the aliens were about them going. Oh, this is only the third episode of uh, the third season. season. And I went, you are you are highly mistaken. I could tell very very easily that these people are replaceable, and mm -hmm. they didn't even know. Yeah. I went, oh, are you sure you know, this is the only one they've done? Are you yeah, sure? You, you definitely thought you, you were thinking this in your head before it was happening. That's good, Danny. I was like, mm, they're going to go. To, they're going down. When, 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 I, when I used to watch the TV series with Rus when Russell and Stephen Moffat were showrunners, um, I used to do what my girlfriend calls Markisms. And mm -hmm. basically, We'd be watching the story, and I would then say a line, and then the act, and never seen the episode before, and then a second later, the actor or the actress would say that very line or give that plot point that I gave. And I gave it, you know, I kept saying, it's because, you know, I have the mind of a writer, and I kind of know because they're fans of the show, and I was a fan of the show, where they're taking it. And this episode, you can definitely see where they're taking it. Mm -hmm. You know, there were a lot of markisms if I was watching this on TV. Sorry, Tina. Sorry, we just keep going on and on. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why I liked it. I, uh, I'm, I'm a person who doesn't mind spoilers. So if I can see it coming, it doesn't throw it off for me at all. Mm -hmm. So... Um, Mark, because I know yeah. that I know that Mark and Danny, did you pick up on who Marge was? Uh, oh, wait a minute. You're, are, are you talking about the actress or yep. the character? The actress, Rosie wait. Calvario. Um, I I couldn't. I, I I I the voice was familiar, but I couldn't pick it up. She Marge, is Marge's um, Marge's which character? Sorry. The Marge is the um, mom. The mom. Oh, the mom. The posh okay. mom. The posh mom. Okay. Because uh, I forgot which, I forgot what I was like, Nodge. Oh, Nodge. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Not to um, give away relationships, but she played Cassie in the Project Twilight and Project. Okay. Yeah. 
What? Gotcha. There's a, there's another character. You will you will hear this actress in another role later. That's sort of important. I, I knew uh, I knew I, I knew the Twilight voice was familiar. Our <laughs> Twilight <laughs> sparkling vampire. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> but like but like like we said before, how was the writing for David and Billy for audio versus screen? Because they have to get that same. You have to get that same energy that David had and that same wide-eyed, but you can't see them. Right. So I, I felt like the TV show gave them more, more so than this. Because sometimes they kind of drag together. Like, you expected them to be together, but they, I don't know. Sometimes it didn't seem like they were really together. Like, they weren't as familiar as they are on the TV show, if that makes sense. For well, like, it's, it's been for, years since they've been yeah. together, so... I know, but he was saying, you know, does it make you feel like it just, you know, jumped back in, and I'm like, they... Rose, Rose and the Doctor, they seem like they definitely knew each other, but they were not in tune with each other in the same way, and it's weird. Catherine T, like, when she does the Donna Noble with David Tennant, they meld, they merge perfectly. And that may be because they were doing plays like As You Like It on stage, you know, between the, since then and other things. But, uh, yeah, but the... I feel like they hang out. They hang out. They yeah. hang out. And they hang out more hang out. than Billy Piper and David Tennant do, obviously. Yeah. Um, and you can, I, I think I can, I feel that. Like, it seems like there's been a time period between it, even though there, this is like early on, because if, Jackie has never been in the TARDIS at this point. This is early in their friendship. This is season two. This is we're yeah. in series two. We're in series two. And I think. You, you keep bringing you keep bringing this up, Danny. And I think this is a good time to talk about it. This is really what Big Finish is professionals at, and even do- all of the Doctor Who audios that are written by fans, they're really good at slotting it into spaces and playing with established. I, I don't want to, I'm trying to not say the C word, uh, chronology. Continuity? <laughs> I'm going to say chronology. Say chronology. And I'm not going to say the other word. Leave it there. Leave it there. Don't say the other word. I said continuity. I didn't say Continuity is good. That, okay. Continuity is, but I was like, oh my God, please don't say the other word. I'm not going to say the other word. <laughs> I even know what it is. And I'm like, don't say it. Don't say it. Okay. And, even, and even then, Doctor Who, as... As a show that is at its core about time travel, mm-hmm. it's gonna change. Can because- can we shoot balls of steel out of the C word? Is that what we're talking yes. about? Okay, I thought so. Uh, <laughs> gosh, yeah, that's yes. yes, yes, that is the word. Okay, that is, that I is just had to put that there just so that they knew what we're not saying. Um and. If you, listeners, um, I want to take a minute to talk about some books that I've been reading. Mark, Mark's got some of them. There is a book that came out about 10 to 15 years ago called Doctor Who A History by um, Lawrence. Uh, who's, who is it? With, uh, it's Parkin, isn't it? Lawrence Parkin. Lance Parkin and Lance Parkin. Lance Parkin. Lars Pearson. Lance is going to kill me for saying Lawrence. Yeah, Lance, Lance Parkin, Parkin and Lars Pearson. It, it, this book exists to put every Doctor Who story in chronological order. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
if this is the 1600s, this is all the Doctor Who stuff that happened in the 1600s. And it's the history of the Doctor Who universe all the way through. Mm-hmm. They've just released the fourth edition of this book. That oh includes... When I say fourth edition, I mean fourth editions because it's three different volumes. And they're they thicker than the Bible. It's every... <laughs> It's every TV story, every novel, every audio story. So if you are somebody that wants all the intricate details and where stuff fits, those are the books for you. I recommend them wholeheartedly. Yeah. You know, that'll answer it. But if you're just a casual fan, you can keep listening. Sorry for Anybody my- listening like my dad, uh, birthday is coming up in July. Definitely <laughs> want those. All right, thanks. Where- so- yeah, we got my dad listening to this show. I don't know how we're getting him to listen to this show because he, he's not a Doctor Who fan, but he's like, oh, I'll listen to your show. It's I'm going to try me. it out. It's, so it's you, it's you, Danny. Okay, good. I, I, I was hoping it wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> it's Tina, actually. Oh, is it Tina? <laughs> Tina, th- thank you for letting my dad listen wow. to you. Who talked about the block last week because he loved that. <laughs> Um, so we've just got a couple minutes left. Uh, I want. Oh, can I talk about Jess real quick? Yeah. Jess uh, at the end talks about popularity and fame, and I know people who have that same mindset that it's more important to be popular or famous than it is to. To live. I mean, she's basically saying, you know, I want to die so I can be famous. So I, you know, so I, I, being famous, the people like you afterwards. And can I tell you something? There have been mass shootings on the news this week, past week. There was a synagogue that was shot up. It, it is not, you, fame is not what you're going for. If that's what they're doing, no, that is wrong. That is wrong. And, and, and Jess, uh, Rose talks to Jess and, and convinces her this is not the way to go. And I think that's timely and very important. And that is science fiction doing what it does best. Yeah. It gives you things like that to listen to and think about. Um, what Thumbs up, thumbs down. David Tennant and Billy Piper. Tina, thumbs up, thumbs down. Two thumbs way up. Danny? I have to go with one thumb way up and one thumb sideways. <laughs> right. Mark? Thumbs up. Uh, I'd give it uh, uh, an eight. Uh, if, if, we were going, if we were going numbers, I'd give it about an eight as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'd give it an eight. Yeah, that's just about an eight. Tina? I think eight is good. Okay. Oh, we're uh, in agreement this week. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> If you have a friend that says, hey, I'm interested in Doctor Who, I like the new series, would you, what are these audio things about? Would you recommend this story for someone that is brand new going in and listening? Tina? Yes. Danny? Yes. Mark? Yes, because it's new series, and if they've only listened to new series, this is what they want to listen to. This is what they've seen on TV. Yes, it's what they've seen yes. on TV. It, it, it's basically that. It's, exactly. What's a really great point that you had brought up before and uh, under Trek 360 is that mm-hmm. we were talking about how the new de- the design 
of the enterprise on uh, discovery, if mm -hmm. you were reading books and saw that, that's the vision you want. Yep. So I think that's what I think of when I, when I listen to this, is that okay. I see that vision of David Tennant in his long brown coat and, <laughs> you know, maybe putting on those weird 3D glasses and wibbly wobbly timey wimey. And I see that, or I see Rose in her, you know, the Union Jack shirt with the, uh, with the, with the jacket. You know what I mean? Like actually seeing them there. Awesome. I, I, I can totally see that. And that helps. You know, you have that mind's eye vision that absolutely 100% helps. So I, we're not, not going to go fully backwards for next week for our next audio. Moving Ooh. forward, so we start talking about, we're not going completely into the classic series. But we're not staying in the new series. We're going right there <laughs> in the middle. In the middle. The heart of the wilderness years. The wilderness uh, years, yes. And we've got, I am really looking forward to this audio because this, this audio breathed life into a doctor that at that point we had known for about 45 minutes. Yeah. Give or take, we've known him for about 40 minutes. And that is Paul McGann, who is doctor number eight. Everybody saw him for the 50th anniversary. He came back for Night of the Doctor and just in time to kill himself and turn into John Hurt. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, you know what's really cool about the the one that we're going to be listening to, mm -hmm. Storm Warning? Yep. Because it's the first one with Paul McGann. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and they're reintroducing Paul McGann. They're also introducing a new companion and yep. that makes it brand new. So yep. this is this is kind of like you are starting from the beginning. So it's not like last week where we're taking you in the middle of Colin Baker. It's not like this week where we're taking you, you know, somewhere we've already seen. Right. This is brand new. It is a it's a companion, and dare I say it, uh, India Fisher as Charlie Parlard, the new companion that we're going to meet. Mm -hmm. One of the most successful and most popular Doctor Who companions, bar none. Definitely. Throughout the course of the, you know, Charlie has her own spinoff series. Yes, she does. Oh, like, I love that show. Phenomenal. That, that series, I mean. But I don't want to give too many, too many spoilers about it. You know what? Let's, hell with it. Let's just sit back and listen to the trailer right now. Doctor Who. Storm Warning. Memoirs of an Edwardian Adventuress by Charlotte E. Pollard. Chapter 1. Candy floss clouds scattered as the mighty dirigible soared into the black night sky. Raise your glasses, gentlemen. I give you the R101. The R101. Ah, Frailing. Over here, man. Over here. Maybe they wouldn't be singing our praises, Lord Tamworth, if they knew that this ship hadn't completed its trials. Shh, shh, shh. Not having this, not again. Safe as houses. On paper, sir. On paper. Incredible. A time ship crashing. And again. And again. I watched as the full moon shimmered into view, casting silver rays about the cabin when... Oh no, Vortisors swarming to pick over the debris. Get away from there, you vultures! Leave that wreck in peace! I need you, Frailing. 
The Prime Minister needs you. Your king and your country need you to be stout, dependable and strong. It's just like I say, if I remember my Earth history correctly, the R-101 airship took to the skies for her maiden voyage to India early in October 1930. Yes, and? And crashed in flames in France during a storm in the early hours of the next morning, killing everyone aboard. By something. Never mind that now, Feeling Look what that silly ass has done to me best mess trousers. Oh, look, I'm really very sorry. I couldn't. I mean, I've. Uh... Whoops. Now, who exactly are you, and just how do you come to be aboard my airship? Is that the greetings over with? What? I'm the doctor, by the way. Oh, I'm Charlotte. Charlotte Pollard. Charlie to my friends. But it might be worth keeping an eye on that one as our little adventure progresses. They're breaking through. They're. God speed you on your way, airship R101, and God bless your passengers, the true masters of the air. Well, what do we think about that? Wow. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's, that's uh, you know, I heard this when it was originally out. I, I, I'm so glad that we get to listen to it again to talk about next week. And this is one of the um, big finishes that was released on the radio. Like, they released it to the public. Mm -hmm. um, listeners, if you are interested in following along, it's $3. Or if, you got a Spot if you've got a Spotify membership, it's on Spotify. You can just listen to it there. So listen to it before we review it next week, and you can definitely ask us questions that we will answer on the show. Uh, yep. Just send it to at uh doctor who audio yep or you could do it at mark who 42 i'll take them too or at jared at danny we're, we're all over the place yeah, yeah. everywhere everywhere Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so scary tina do you have any final thoughts for the week more uh, other other than more david Tennant. <laughs> I'm actually really excited because I haven't been able to find the Paul McGann movie, so I can't wait to hear what he's about. Yeah, because the Paul McGann movie is a regeneration crisis, mm -hmm. so it's not really his character. This is his character. Yep. I want to see the movie, too. I, I've tried to look for it, and it is nowhere. Uh, I will, as we get off the air, I will help you guys find that for you. Yeah. yeah. With that said, for Mark Baumgarten, Tina, Danny, I'm Jared, and we will be back next week with a new episode of Doctor Who Audio Fox. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.